0: football talk podcast i'm tyler smith i'll be rolling solo tonight for the review podcast what a week it was and we're going to be talking about the biggest games of the week we're going to be talking about trending up teams trending down teams one team that is dead to me they are absolutely dead to me we're going to take a look at the hot seat i've expanded it my and we're also going to take a gander at the Heisman list and my playoff teams. So let's get right into what was week five, Penn State at Maryland that Friday nighter. We all thought, hey, maybe maybe Maryland came to play big game at home. No, no. Same old, same old. 163-6 to six the past three years. Penn State has dominated this game. Hell, Maryland, they've only won twice in this series. The series has been played, I think, 43 games. Maryland's only won twice. This I, Maryland wants to make this a rivalry game. You remember when they went for the handshake at Penn State and Maryland was, like, too big to do that? Yeah, 163-6 since then. Not even close to a rivalry. Duke and Virginia Tech oh my gosh Virginia Tech is toast my friends they are toast losing at home by 35 to Duke now granted I do like Duke Harris has been as good as I thought he would be at quarterback he had that experience I like what I'm seeing Willis clearly not the guy of VT Fuente's in trouble fuente is in trouble i tell you what we thought he was the offensive guy Ooh, duke held him to just 259 yards of offense arizona state at cal just when he thought that cal might you know break three and be a contender in the pac-12 forget about it Jaden Daniels quarterback Arizona State difference maker in this one his ability to run changes everything for that team and Benjamin found his way into the end zone three times he wasn't great but hey got in the end zone three times Cal they they lost Gabbers big loss Gabbers was doing a fine job managing the game but just didn't have it, just didn't have it and Cal now uh, not undefeated anymore. The Arizona State four and one on the year. Clemson at UNC. oh my gosh man oh man. Clemson every year they have one of these games. This year it was UNC. UNC scored with a minute 17 left to put them up one. They elect to go for two. Now, you could debate whether or not that was the right decision. I really don't have a problem with it. UNC has nothing to lose, which, you know, I mean, might as well take a shot at it. Where I did have a problem, though, they decided that they were Army and decided to run the triple option, and it failed. Big time failed. Why they did that there, I don't know. But, Clemson survives. They have a bye week coming up. They need to figure out something for Lawrence to get him back on track because it's it's been hard to watch. UVA at Maryland. We thought UVA might hang around if you listened to the preview podcast, and they did, but Notre Dame, at the end of the day, they were the better team, stronger defense, and they forced Perkins into having to throw the ball 43 times. That's not good. That's not good. That's not what Virginia wants to do. And when you're only running the ball and capable of getting a total of four yards rushing for the whole game, you kind of have to pass. So Notre Dame continues to roll. Defense playing strong. They could could make a backdoor into the playoff, but it's going to be kind of hard at this point. And one of the one of the best games of the week, a thriller in the Sun Belt. Arkansas State lost their starting quarterback before they came into the game. No worries. Enter Alabama transfer Lane Hatcher, Hatcher. 440 yards, four TDs, two picks. Now, you got to you got to wonder, is this Troy defense worth the damn? uh hard to tell hard to tell at this point but hatcher just i mean man let me tell you hatcher set him up they uh, troy had a chance through a pick at the area troy had it at the red wolf eight yard line a player got injured after a third down a troy player did an automatic 10 second runoff game ends red wolves win what a thriller Texas A&M at Arkansas. Oh my god. I mean, if you're an Aggies fan, you won the damn game, but you, you gotta be disappointed in that performance. Arkansas is absolutely pitiful. They just lost to San Jose State, and you can barely even beat them. Hell, Arkansas had a chance to win this game. I don't. How is that even possible? Just when you think A and M's making some steps to move forward, they they look they look even worse. And how the hell these dudes are ranked? I think they're ranked twenty fourth. Give me a break. They're not. They're not the twenty fourth best team. Are you kidding me? Oh, get out of here, Texas A and M. BYU at Toledo. This one kind of went under the radar. Big-time matchup, uh, considering where these two teams are, and Toledo comes out the victor. Felt like BYU was probably the better team, but Toledo turned it up in the fourth quarter and scored 10 unanswered points to get the W. USC at Washington. Matt Fink, he had a rough time in this one, guys. This is this is what they do. They They break out. These quarterbacks break out rough game next. 3 picks versus the Husky D. The running game's thrive though. It was a good performance for the running game. However, the Huskies capitalized on USC turnovers, scoring 14 points off of them, the final score 28 to 14. Minnesota at Purdue. Matt was uh he was he was loving that Purdue squad, but no, 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 no. But props to Purdue for making this a game because they looked pitiful for the majority of it. Morgan, quarterback from Minnesota. Hell of a day. 21 for 22, 396 yards and four TDs. Minnesota looks like a true competitor in the West. Oh, man. Kansas State at OK State. Had a nice uh, little rain delay in this one, but that didn't stop mr hubbard what a difference maker that guy is he nearly ran for 300 yards ok state needed that win they got it big momentum boost keep going cowboys and let's get to oh i don't know ohio state at nebraska and college game day you gotta you gotta do better you really do this this was not the game to be at, and it went about how everybody thought it thought it would. Ohio State continues to roll; they're dominant. Nebraska continues to struggle. I I do think Frost can turn this program around, but uh, was po- Bo Pelini that bad that they had to run him out of town? I mean, come on, the guy won nine to ten games nearly every year, and look at you guys now pitiful pitiful but uh yeah that'll pretty much wrap it up for the biggest games of the weekend i'd like to give a quick mention to the rice la tech game i i tuned into this one pretty heavily an overtime thriller la tech smith runs one into the end zone to get the w and ot what a game that was and a huge victory for la tech So Let's move on to the next segment three teams trending up Kind of hard not to have Duke at this point. That was a nice one over Virginia Tech I think they can keep it rolling great job Dukies Arkansas State they showed me a lot. I thought Troy was gonna win the Sun Belt I thought they had a good chance at it between them and App State, but Arkansas State has now entered as one of the true competitors, they will have to p- face off first Louisiana, who is hot and came off a big win versus Georgia Southern. And SMU, my gosh, these guys just keep on scoring, baby. I love watching this team, the Ponies ranked for the first time since, you know, they got the death penalty. So keep it up, Ponies. Three teams trending down. My best bet of the weekend failed me, UAB (sighs) You lost to Western Kentucky When you had a chance to make a statement in this game You had so many turnovers Couldn't get anything going on offense I'm just uh, not really sure what to think of this team at this point Yeah, sure, they could probably rally off, you know Four or five more wins, but... Maybe they don't. I mean, it's kind of a middle of the road right now for UAB. Marshall. Oh, God. Poor Marshall. (sighs) That offense is brutal. And I I think they've got to, I think they might have to make a change at quarterback. I don't think at this point it's working out. And I think it's digressed. I, they got to do something different because this isn't it and the marshall football that i know this wouldn't be happening so we got, got got to figure it out over there in huntington trending down number three team washington state oh man these guys i tell you just just when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get back on that train. You know, I'm not even going to pay attention to that UCLA loss. Oh, gosh. Utah just destroyed them. And I thought they'd be able to take advantage. They didn't take advantage of anything. Utah got the W. Damn it. Now, let's move on to one of the top segments here on the podcast called You're Dead to Me ladies and gentlemen after the week five games i've selected virginia tech i i cannot believe how far this program has fallen i was a big fan of fuente i thought he was a great hire i thought it was the right hire i i hate to admit this i was wrong i was wrong he's not doing Anything positive over there at Virginia Tech. The program is a disaster. This is Bud Foster's last year, so you're not going to have him anymore. The program is dead. UVA, better team in the state now. I mean, it's obvious. Bronco Mendehal's got those guys playing. And Fuente, he this team is lost. It's a disaster. And i I think his job is on the line. I really do. I think it's on the line. I don't know how this program can get turned around with him at the helm. You're losing Foster, so there goes some recruiting. Fuente, I don't think that people are thinking very highly of him right now. So I think there's really only one decision for Virginia Tech, and it's probably to get rid of (sighs) him. So that'll end it for you're dead to me, Virginia Tech. I mean, easy schedule. I mean, this schedule was set up for them to have a nice year. And it's just it's just not going to happen. Not going to have a good year. So, let's move on to the hot seat. My first team on or my first coach on the list was Justin Fuente. I just rambled on about him. I don't see how they can keep him. Brent Brendan, welcome back to the hot seat. Yes, you beat Arkansas. I kind of give you a pass there. Then you just look not so good versus Air Force. Willie Taggart, right now, you know not, that seat's not as hot, so I'm taking him off. Um, big win over NC State. He needed that one. He got it. Jeremy Pruitt, yeah, you're you're still on it. Um, yeah, champ. I had Muschamp on there last week. Got the win over Kentucky. I don't think Kentucky's very good. I'm gonna leave him here. There's still some more games that could decide his fate. Frank Wilson. I said that he'd be the first one to be fired. Well, Chris Ash actually beat him to the punch. Chris Ash fired from Rutgers. Never thought I'd see the day because I thought he should have been fired after last season. He's he was eight and thirty-two at Rutgers. That's gonna get you fired anywhere. Should have been fired again last year, but, uh, you know, I figured they were committed. That's why I never added to the list. But Frank Wilson, we'll give him a uh, second one fired at this point. Randy Edsel, I mean, good lord. I, what? I get it that Yukon is not a very attractive place, but at some point... You gotta wonder what they're doing there. I, I this I Just cancel the program. Cancel Randy Edsel. It's over. New edition, Doug Martin. One of our Twitter followers pointed that out to me. And uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with him more. He's 20 and 58 in, at New Mexico State. So he's gotta go. Later, Doug. Tony Sanchez, I've, I've been trying to give this guy chances left and right. Into the day, he's 17 and 35 at UNLV. He's never had a winning record in his whole time there. The man's got to go. Later, Tony. And Mike Bobo, my last on the list. Ah, last year, three and nine. Right now, he's sitting at one and four. Not a lot of progression, a lot of regression. I think Mike Mike Bobo is on the hot seat. And let's roll right into my Heisman top five. Chubba Hubbard. I've had the man at one. He's remaining at one. Nearly a 1,000 yards already after just five games. He has 10 scores as well. And if you look, I mean, there's nobody even close to Chubba Hubbard when it comes to running the ball. I mean... Just take a look at the national rankings for rushing. It's not even close, guys. Number two, Joe Burrow. Monstrous numbers. Number three, Tua. Massive numbers as well. Number four, Jalen Hurts. Let me let me point this out. Only 85 attempts passing. The man has nearly 1,300 yards. That's incredible. Add in his rushing ability, 12 passing touchdowns. We'll keep him here at four. Evan Weaver, up to 78 tackles on the year. This man is a tackling machine. I just I just love watching him play, his instincts. He's so smart out there. But with Cal starting to fade now after that loss, Weaver, he's at five now. I don't really want to take him off because he's having a monstrous season, but... It's it's going to be tough for me to keep him at 5 if Cal can't keep winning. My playoff four plus 2. Okay. Now, oh, this is going to not a lot of people are going to like this at the beginning here. But I'm I'm keeping it the same as I had it last week. I still have Clemson at 1. Yes, I get it. North Carolina. Ah, that was a poor performance there. But here, here's why I'm keeping them here. I'm keeping them here for now. They have the bye week, and if after the bye week they don't figure it out, I'm going to have to drop them. But for right now, they keep winning. I still believe in them. Number one, Clemson. Number two, Alabama. Number three, LSU. Number four, Georgia. Number five, Alabama auburn and number six ohio state now i've i've seen it all over social media i believe matt even thinks this i could be wrong he might he may or may not a lot of people have ohio state at number one now but going into the game like i had no question that ohio state was going to beat nebraska Nebraska is a pitiful team. So why, because it was on ABC and Game Date was there that all of a sudden we're working them up into the number one slot? Ah, I I just can't do it. I don't see the quality of win to be able to put them there, but I get it, they have looked fantastic. I'm just not ready to commit, guys. Not 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 that far. I need a big win. I believe they have Michigan State coming up. That would be a ranked opponent. Probably the best opponent that they've faced so far. But, hey, we'll see. And in Auburn, I have them out. And they probably have the best collection of wins over every one of these teams. So, it's really tight right now. Uh, I don't have Oklahoma, obviously, in the top six. They're my number seven. But... It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun if this continues. So thank you for hanging out with me guys, listening to my thoughts on all the college football action after week five. If you could please subscribe to our podcast, that's totally awesome if you do, and leave us a review. And remember you can catch me at Arena Fanatic and you can catch the podcast at CFB Talk Podcast. Thank you. And Good night.